Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, men on, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's, what is it, opening night? Do you say that in football? Is that football, baby. It's Thursday. It's the season kickoff. Ellipses. It's kickoff, Albuquerque. <laughs> This is like the biggest game of the year. How are you not super excited about the Super Bowl champion Rams facing everybody's favorite pick to win this year, the Bills? Do the Rams still have the Super Bowl? Is that a thing? Do they have it? Yeah, they kept it. I think everyone gets one. You just get one forever? Yeah. One Lombardi. Yeah. You get one. It's like Oprah. You get one Lombardi, and you get one Lombardi. And you get a Lombardi, and yeah. you get a Lombardi, and you get a big shiny ring. And Detroit's like, I don't want to pay the taxes on it. No. They're like, oh, no, don't worry, Detroit. You won't yeah. get one. It's, That's like, fine. it's like when you go on yeah. The Price is Right, and they're, they're like, do you want the prize, or do you want the cash equivalent? And you're like, regardless, I don't want to pay the taxes. Yeah. Neither. Yes, thank you. And by the way, always take cash equivalent. Because if you're visiting Los Angeles for the Price is Right, how are you going to get an elliptical back home to Ohio? That is an excellent point. You're not. They don't have a Price is Right factory in Cleveland that they give the prizes out on? Don't know. Okay, I'm going to say no. Don't know officially. I think that's not true. I am Fred Slow. You are Van Nunley. Back at the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. One Michael Vital. Mikey V, how are you? Heidi Ho, gentlemen. How you doing? Hey, you haven't dropped a Heidi Ho in a long time. That's a Blues Brothers reference. Is that? Yep. Huh. There you go. I thought it was like a Jolly Green Giant kind of thing. It's so weird to me. That That's fee-fi-fo-fa. Yeah. Excuse me. I was so close. You think everything is old-timey, railroad-laying, like, sing-along music. Hey, it's the backbone yeah. of our nation. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> when they were connecting the Intercontinental, mm-hmm. they were like, we're actually off by, like, four feet. This is, like, somewhere in, like, Wyoming or something, mm-hmm. right? And they were like, so there's just part of a railroad that goes, <laughs> like, <laughs> Two forty fives real fast. Two forty fives and one zigzag. That's how you get across the country. Okay. Now what song was that? That's a remix. Okay. The railroad version of um Little Troy. Oh, is that Little Troy? I think it's Little oh, okay. Troy. <laughs> you did a Scott Joplin esque. <laughs> is that what you did with it? And playing them dirtier ass songs. What what is that? That's a song. I don't know. I don't recognize Here's it. The thing. I only listen to good hip hop. Okay, I listen to real slow hip hop. That's why I like Gangsters Paradise so hard because I like hip hop that white people can jazz to. Today's uh, I Nine Varsity. Okay, I like this. So I like even where you're on going. the day that the that uh, the unicorn in, the unicorn has fallen. Okay, but today's I Nine a code for something. It is, and I'll get back to that. Today's I Nine Varsity is the I Nine Varsity of hip hop. That white people can uh, can bop to. Okay, white people hip hop bangers. Okay, Michael, you ready for that one? Heidi Ho, ready to go. Thank you. Okay. Speaking of hip hop that white people can bang to, we are giving away George Thorogood tickets today. Yeah, how many yes. we got, Michael? Two. We got two for this hour. Two next hour. Shut up. We're giving away four. 
four pairs. Two to five zero five two four six zero six ten. So what Mikey is trying to say? <laughs> yeah, let's we're go. giving away four pairs of two to George Thorgood so throughout f- this program. Four total, but two times two each. No, two times two would be four. Two times so that's a prime. Two times one is two. So four sets. Okay. Of two tickets, eight tickets total. So, George Thoroughgood tickets giving away on the program today. And if you text 505-246-0610, text us a professional athlete who either owns a, a bourbon, a scotch, or a beer brand. Okay. There you so go. So, that's the play. So, if you text 505-246-0610, professional athlete who owns a bourbon, a scotch, or a beer brand then you will win two George Thoroughgood tat, uh, tickets, and also you could get already, a, t- a tattoo or something. We already got some members of the peanut gallery with their phones yes, out texting 505-246-0610. Yeah, so text us a professional athlete who either owns a, what were the three? One shot? No, wait, one a bourbon? Bourbon, scotch, or beer company. Okay, that's not bad at all. I think I got one off the top of my head. Okay. I'm not going to spoil it because I want someone to text. If they get it. They get two pairs. <laughs> the one you're thinking of. Yes. Okay. This is so, this is our version yes. of what number am I thinking? So if you pick the athlete that I'm thinking of, uh, also full on spoiler alert, uh, think Caribbean. We're going Caribbean here. Uh, Caribbean scotch sounds the, very dangerous. Speaking of, the Queen of England passed away today. Rip, man. rip to in, the goat, son. In Scotland, she was in Scotland. Nice. So she. Passed away in a much nicer place than England is okay. what you're saying. So if, so if the Queen passes away at what's the name of the capital in England, Buckingham Palace. Yes. So if the Queen passes away in Buckingham Palace, the code is there's three more months of winter. You're thinking ah. white smoke for the Pope. Ah, whoopsie, my bad. Yeah. Also, so if the Queen passes away in Buckingham Palace, you say. Uh, London Bridge has fallen. Correct. That's the call. Okay. Yeah. Now, if the Queen passes away in Scotland, okay. you say the unicorn has fallen. Oh. Yeah. So there you go. So that's the that's the little tidbit there. You have learned something cool. today. Cool, cool, cool. I'll remember this information in 96 more years. Okay. You may only have to remember it for a few more years as King Chucky is 88 years old. And if you look at pictures of his hands, he has a kidney problem. Oh, really? Yeah. You talking jaundice? Just uh, go ahead and put that one through the googs, man. Okay. Just uh, goog it. Okay. Goog. I don't think I'm going to. We're live at the Horn YMCA today, the intersection of San Mateo and Indian School. (sighs) You drive me crazy with this intersection stuff. Where the Horn Branch YMCA, it is Indian School. You got that right. Okay. But it is slightly... West of San Mateo. 4901 Indian School. So we're, at the, uh, we're in the 4900 block of Indian School. Yes, that is correct. In between Carlisle and San Mateo. Basically the intersection of San Mateo and Indian School. People are going to get lost and it's going to be your fault, Fred. Come hang out with you boys. I'm checking the texture right now. All right, so who's trying to go to George Thoroughgood? Okay. Uh, we got a winner. Congratulations okay. to uh, 505. I'll text you back here at the break. Uh, oh my, let me confirm this. Hold on. This one seems like a not true. All right. It sounds correct. So give, is, them, give them points for right. sounding correct. First of all, this is a damn good answer. Troy Aikman owns a beer company, okay. according to 505. So 
Based in Austin, Texas, eight light logger. Eight light logger. Ah, for his football number. There we go. And number of yeah. concussions. So my answer was Stone Cold Steve Austin owns Broken Skull IPA. That okay, was, well, don't give away all the answers. We've got to let the listeners oh, my bad. get some. Because we're giving away three more sets we, throughout the show. I thought, I thought we were giving out four sets of two. And also, the first guy who got the question right, yeah. hang in there. Hang in. I'm not, I'm not going to stop. Giving away tickets. Well, yeah, you you, want, if you win you want, all the tickets. You win all the tickets, you win all the tickets. This is, oh wait, so what about the second people attacks? They don't get it this time. It's only the first guy. It's only the first guy. Okay. So, so save your answer. Yeah. Whoever said Troy Aikman's light beer, uh, you won the first set of tickets. Uh, former Dallas Cowboy quarterback. Blah, blah, blah. This is a brand new beer. It came out in February. So, all right, so we've already had one beer. So I tell you what. Next, we need an athlete that owns a bourbon, bourbon or, a and, or a scotch. Bourbon or scotch okay? next. I like that. Okay, I like that a lot. So okay. beer is gone with the no Troy beer. Aikman answer, and we will text uh, this friend of the show relatively quickly. We're like probably it. still listening since it was mere seconds ago it was <laughs> when we posed the question. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure phone number ending in, what is that, 67? Well, we're not going to say the We're well, not going to say the number. We're not going to say the number. Yeah. I'll, you, I'll give you a hint. The first one's first three is five oh five. Yeah, it's five oh five. The last two are six seven. If you get the rest right, yeah. just steal his identity, that's, I guess. That's how I feel. Yeah. And also his tickets to George Thoroughgood. <laughs> Could be what are they doing here? Like a little uh, email transfer thing? Pick them up from the studio thing? Yeah, it's an email transfer. And, uh, thing. That's way yeah, easier. So I'll, Congratulations. Yeah, I'll text that guy or whatever. Also, you need an email. Yes. Oh yeah, that's a key thing I didn't yeah. mention. Yeah, yeah. George Thoroughgood is, I believe, at the Kiva. That is correct. And that is Tuesday, September the, t- the 13th. 13th? The 13th. That's next week. That's next week. That's so coming up. It goes like this. You have football today. Yep. You have football tomorrow, which is Lobos football. Mm-hmm. You have Saturday to ignore tennis. Okay. You have Sunday for all professional football. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for Sunday. And then because the Denver Broncos play on Monday, uh, your boys are at Howie's. But here's the thing. We're not actually on the radio because we have to do two hours pregame because it's the Broncos broadcast, whatever. Oh, interesting. But we will be at Howie's. Okay. And, and you just come hang out with us at Howie's and we watch Monday Night Football. And then Sweet. you go to George Thoroughgood on Tuesday. You're going to have to unpackage this for me during the commercial break because I don't understand a single thing you said you about don't, Monday. So here's the thing. You don't check email. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah. so because we, the sports animal, mm-hmm. are the flagship of the Denver Broncos. Oh, right, right. We are promised to uh, Cumulus uh, CBS Sports and Westwood One a two-hour pregame to the Broncos. A two-hour pregame. Correct. Okay. And because uh, it's a six o'clock start of Monday Night Football, because it's that weird first of the year one, they have multiple Monday Night Footballs. The pregame starts at four o five. So technically, we're going to be on air for five. We minutes. We could be on air for five minutes. Okay, which just would, call in, just a banger of a show. Yeah, yeah, just uh, a few quick hitters. Yeah, it would, hit our sponsors and get out of there. The whole show would be this live from the John Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> but so that's your week. If if you are five oh five, who just won these tickets? So I'm very excited for uh, they. And I didn't want to say him or her. They them is they, safe. Yeah, they them. The I don't know what the Fots pronouns are. You just call them Fots. Fots. The Fots and yeah. the Fotties. Had a day off yesterday's Dice Tops play a doubleheader. A uh, good doubleheader out there at Dice Tops Park. We will be there tomorrow. It's a short show, though, because the Ice Tops are early starting, man. Mm-hmm. They're early starting, so you can go to the Ice Tops game starting, what, like 5.30 or something? Something like that. And then that goes all- – Michael, did I get that number right? Is it 5.30? 
Okay. And then you can go to the Isotopes game up until, like, the start of the Lobos game. Then you head across the street, mm-hmm. and you go watch the boys against Boise. So sweet. The red out. At what time, Michael? Oh, I, you know what? I had you turned down too much. I'm sorry, Michael. 7 o'clock is the start. And you called it, man, the red out. It's the red out on Friday. The red out. If you wear white or gray or black, you will be kindly escorted off the premises. I don't think that's true, but wear red anyways. Just wear red. Well, yeah, Mike, I'll give you the phone number. I mean, what's on What do you think we're going to do? Well, what are you going to do here? How else are we going to do this? Yeah, also from the texter, it's friend of the show, JD. So there you go. Oh, so JD, JD. The big winner. Congratulations. Yeah, of Troy Aikman owns a light beer company. He didn't know the name of it, but I like that he was adjacent. Yeah. Because that is a theme of He chimed program. in. <laughs> Live at the Horn YMCA. Come hang out with your boys today. We'll be here up until what time, Van? Uh, 6.15, I believe. Six Unless six. it, uh, from out of nowhere, starts raining in Albuquerque. Then we'll go all the way. Then we'll do it all, all the way. All the way now. Mm-hmm. We're live from Isotope Spark tomorrow, and then you and I uh, will watch baseball, and then we'll stroll across the street. We'll watch the Lobos and Boise State. That'll be very good. I'm going to be amped on Friday yeah. for the, just all that sweet, sweet Isotope's energy and taking all that hoorah, that hoopla, right across the street and then turning it up to 11 well, as a Saint, for our Lobos. As a St. Louis Cardinals fan, I traditionally have always been Team Red versus Team Blue, mm. and I'm really about this matchup this weekend. Did you see those cherry red helmets? Oh, they're so sweet. Oh, my God. Those, I think those are going to hang out. They look like candy. I really I really like, they're like the, flat, the flat silver helmets. Ruby, 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 I think Ruby, those Ruby, are stronger, Ruby. but they're un, the, the red helmets are untouchable. You're not using, like, powerful enough words. I need you to use words like, like, like sapphire. I need you to use words like... Untouchable is not a strong enough the, word? It looks like if you took two licks off the top of a, like a lollipop, and it was just glistening, that's it. Yeah, like a hot tamale. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not trying to sound sexual like a special teams coach, but what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. is, like, this is, like they're, they're very sexual helmets. Okay, I'm just going to let that sit there for a second. You take that how you want to, Albuquerque. Two men on, live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by the Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico, spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits, and the weekend is for New Mexico's Vodka, Teller Vodka. Also, next Monday, you can catch your boys at Howie's Sports Page, 12500 Montgomery Boulevard, where we will not be broadcasting. We'll just be hanging out, watching Monday hanging Night Football. Out. A couple hanging guys out. hanging out, doing that thing. We'll be there all night long. Mike Vitale is back in the studio. Thank you, Michael, for being you. It's Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Sound off right now at 246-0610. Come on! Like, yeah, boy, I'm a hype tip. I know I'm okay. Also be cautious. This is not the I'm about this life. You put, this, uh, you put this one in? I think this is a No Sleep Till Brooklyn remix. Or inspired by. Remember that song? I like people who rhyme the word best with the word best. Yeah. Tricky. <laughs> Very tricky. Nice try, Dr. Seuss. I'm 37 years old, man. Congratulations. So. You hit the over. The, well, <laughs> just in years. <laughs> and weight. And accomplishment. And other things. I can't say, I'm trying to come up with a really good self-deprecating punchline. I'm really struggling. Okay. 
Um, my face. I don't know. I got nothing. So, all right. So, anyways, there's some big ones in my life, right? The um, 9-11, obviously. 9-11 coming up this weekend. Cool. Mm-hmm. Osama bin Laden uh, being killed. Okay. Robin Williams passing. It's a sad one. Uh, t- uh, Roe v. Wade being overturned. That was very recent. Yeah, that's a fresh one. There, you and Wounds I were, are fresh. We were together on that one when we found out. Today was the one that I missed live. Because you weren't in Scotland. Well, or, or London, or Greenwich Mean Time. Okay. But this is the one where, like, I logged on to my Reddit, and the first, whatever, eight of them were, oh, here it is. But they were all, like, over an hour's old. So this one, I don't have, like, a where were you moment. I have, like, a, yeah, the queen was 96, and she passed away. That makes sense to me. Yeah, um, me being in the sports universe, I first found out about it when they announced that there's going to be a moment of silence on Thursday night football. Then I was like, moment of silence for what? Google, 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 Google. Ah, the queen passed away. Well, you know what's interesting, too, is because everything's suspended in in England and Scotland. Well, I guess kind of wherever the British rule, which, by the way, the Queen didn't have a great tracker with that. She had a lot more when she started. There's a lot less now. I could run the list. Hong Kong <laughs> is an obvious one. Okay. Okay. But. I would have kept that one. <laughs> of all the that's ones. A, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, you can have Australia. Yeah. I would have kept Hong Kong. I don't super care about the East India Trading Company. Does not matter to me. Give me Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. Hong Kong's yeah. the best one. I don't know why the Spice Road is not four lanes. Like, let's go. Yeah, I mean, that's. You can grow spice anywhere now. Like the technology right. exists, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be only tea from India anymore. You can just grow it anywhere. You can grow it in your backyard, Fred. John Macron was saying today, okay, that and this is kind of an interesting one. So you were saying everything gets suspended as England mourns, and to make sure I understand it correctly, there's a mourning for ten days at Parliament, and then. The, I guess the expectation of like industry, commerce, and business is also 10 days, but you got to be relatively realistic, and a lot of people do like f- four to five days, which is still yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's still a lot. Uh, that's another thing that uh, England stole was um, their mourning practices. I believe that's uh, sitting Shiva in the Hebrew community. I think that's the closest example, so... They stole that one, too. Congratulations. Okay. I don't know if I get that reference it's all the okay. way through. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's niche. I wanted it. Yeah. So, John Macro was saying, because you're familiar with Wimbledon, right? Yeah, so, I've heard of it. So, there was a plan in place at Wimbledon, because obviously the, the queen had been in um, declining health for some time. Mm-hmm. And there was this plan that if the queen passed during Wimbledon, that the moment that that was um, announced, is the word I'm going to use, that Wimbledon would... They would, like, ring a bell, and then that point would stop, and they, you wouldn't play the next point. You would stop exactly where it is, and then Wimbledon was going to take a three-day instantaneous break. So you wouldn't finish the game. You wouldn't finish the set. You wouldn't finish the match. That is it. No more serves. And I thought that was kind of, like, very interesting to me because, like, I don't think I understand the – not importance, because I do understand its importance. But the, it's important to a lot of other people. The revere. Yeah. yeah. Me, not so much. Do you feel weird saying that? I think, no, not at all. Uh, as a fashion icon, big fan of the queen. What are you doing? But, like, as a um, head of state appointed by God, not so much. 
Because like I kind of feel, I kind of feel, I have this feeling that every human being understands that this family was not appointed by God to rule over the kingdom of Britain. I think most human beings have figured that out. But here we are still with a queen and a king of a country that is mostly literate. Keep going. 505-246-0610. All my English and British and Scottish and Welsh friends out there, let me know how you feel, and I would like to return the sentiment on air. You- but for me, it's kind of like a non-story. Like, this should, she should be the last one. Let's, like, stop this idiotic practice well, hold of up. this one family no. owning all this money oh and resources God. and being worshipped for right no here. reason. You're over here like, no te- reason. You're like, Meghan Markle got the last laugh, didn't she? That's you right now? You're going to be that guy? A bit. Because I'm not. I'm this guy. First of all, she's loved by all. She's universally accepted as the best thing to ever be a thing. Now, Chucky, he's not. So King Charles, which, by the way, <coughs> the second the queen passes, he comes. There's not like a ceremony. Right. There's not like a, uh, what is that one? Where they just they- turn the light on. Yeah. Yeah. There. So you're the one. But it's not like a sword on the shoulder. What am I talking about? You know what I'm talking knighted. about? Knighted. Knighted. It's not like mm-hmm. that. So instantly he becomes a thing, and he don't have the approval rating that the queen got. I don't know if you remember Princess Di. Yeah, yeah, she died. Well, yeah. That's why they named her that. And I, allegedly, like, Chuck was kind of aware of what was going on in the situation, allegedly. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of dirt in that family. They do not have a rich history of doing the right thing. No. Just because she's a sweet old lady is no excuse for this stupid practice of having a no, king and again, queen of a country. See, it is dumb. It is dumb, Fred grow up it is first of all it's not it is dumb it's kind of sweet keep the castles maintained teach your kids about the history but it's time like right now after the queen like right now is the time to stop this archaic idiotic practice of having a king and a queen this is stupid so you get one disney plus subscription and see hamilton and all of a sudden you're oppo king and queen we already beat them once Let's not worship them again. Well, we that's are. why that's why we left in the first place. So you thought I don't, I don't know no king or queen worship is going to happen. Hey, these colors don't run, brother. Okay? And I'm not running from this argument either. The king and queen <coughs> monarchy is a stupid model to run a country. She needs to be the last one. They need to get a big giant sharpie and just x out this stupid practice for all of eternity, and it should start today. So you, recognizing that the Queen, that Queen Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth II, passed away today. Correct. But you're saying the title of Queen has been dead to you for 260 years. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. That's your... All the, all the royal marriages and the babies yeah. and who's going to be the prince next. The infiltration of Meghan Markle. Zero. A giant, bold, italicized zero Fs given from one Van Nunley. Underlined. Yes. Yes. 72-inch uh, font, the whole thing. Don't care. Never have. I think it's dumb. Yeah, but as soon as Will takes over, then you're back in, right? Because he's the cool one. Will Smith? No. Oh, then never mind. No, I'm still out. <laughs> Why Will Smith? There's so many Wills. Pick another family. Why does it matter? So you think because Will Smith put, was put the... Put Steve Buscemi in there. I don't care. You think because Will Smith was the Fresh Prince yeah. of Bel Air, that that somehow entitles him to become King of England? Naturally, that was my logic. Oh, damn it. Put Idris Elba in there. He's British. 
adjacent. He's way better. He's British adjacent. No, he's from England. I think you're thinking of Tom Holland. I am rarely thinking of Tom Holland. I think about Idris Elba way more, trust me, for reasons. <laughs> they, should, they should vote on who gets to be the new royal family. And whenever they get who is they? When it, the people of England who get to vote on everything else in their country except for this stupid old practice well, well, of having well, by the way rest I'm, rest rest in peace queen you did some great yes. you did great things for decades yeah. early life kind of an enabler to some horrible things right the 90s she got up to heaven today and princess i was like this bitch yeah she's like, like, wait, it's like oh yeah, i've been waiting out. for this day That's lady out. can't just turn a blind eye to my no, murder this thing right here yeah. Yeah. That's too much. Who's joining us from the Y today, Van? Oh, we got a regular friend of the show, Gloria Cisneros, okay. 445. And the legend, we talk a lot of Giants football, Phil Beam, runs Camp Shaver. He does so great at Camp Shaver and does so poorly at being a football fan because the Giants are the most embarrassing, worst, bottom-tier sports Man. organization on the planet. At least he's sticking with them. That shows uh, dignity and character. Thursday Night Football Talk, whenever we get back. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The King of Sports Talk. I have not given myself enough credit lately. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays at 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Okay, we've given out one set of tickets. Hey, is this George Thorogood playing right now? Is this George Thorogood? Michael, is that correct? Okay. Okay. Is this White Snake? Is this is this White Snake? Yeah, is that is that correct? So we're giving away we're giving away George Thorogood and the Destroyers van. Ooh, Destroyers tickets too. Yeah, they're at the Kiva Auditorium on September the thirteenth. We're giving those away to friends of the show who can name athletes who own either one bourbon company, okay, one scotch company, okay, or one beer company. Okay. Okay. So you're opening beer back up. I'm always opening a beer up. Okay. So the beer ban has been lifted. Yeah, the beer ban is lifted. And you could also you could answer with beer. Are we opening it up right now? You're very prohibition, and I don't like that about you. I'm pro what? Abition. Abition. Yeah. That's kind of what we do on the program. Just is we're always abition about something. I'll show myself out. Vital, cut I'll that take, one I'll off. take a break. Right, we need that one for a promo. I'll take a break. So, <laughs> all right, so, so off the table, Troy Aikman's light beer company called Eight. And it's named you, Eight after the number of concussions he's had in his career. The number of concussions he had his first season oh, okay. in 1989. And also off the table, because I named it Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA okay. off the possible list because I spoiled that one. You sure did. So that was my fault. Are there more wrestling-owned? Are we supposed to do athletes, not entertainers? What are you doing now? You're trying to start like a. <laughs> we're trying to have like a fight right now. That's exactly what I'm doing right the, now. Uh, yeah, coming, coming at me like a Rams fan. So I will open up to wrestlers as well. They, no, okay, you can give wrestling. Entertainment answers. Are you going to tell me right now that pro wrestlers are not athletes? Correct. They're entertainers. That's okay. I don't. I don't what do you do? You do Athlete, like, athletes compete with each other. Do athletes not inter- dance around in a pre planned, destined, choreographed dude soap opera? Do I think at- there's a wild difference. In do between. athletes entertain you? Do athletes entertain me? Yes. 
Um, yes. Okay, interesting. So would you say that pro wrestlers entertain you? Uh, no. Yes, they do. I would They're say pro wrestlers entertain you. <sighs> the last time we did a text, this time we're doing a call. Call the program. All right, hold on. Here we go. Okay. From the texter. Here we go. Friend of the show, Craig, congratulations. Drew Bledsoe owns a winery. That's not a bourbon. That's not a scotch. That's not a beer. Craig, you did not win. Okay. You did not understand the instructions. But because it's... Text right back. We'll give you another chance. Because it's two men on, he did mention that it's bourbon, scotch, and beer adjacent. Oh! So we will give him that. Congratulations to friend of the show, Craig. With that clarification. Yeah. Absolutely. Drew Bledsoe owns a winery. Also, go Cougs. So, all right, so we got a couple winners already. God, imagine how good the Patriots would have been if Bledsoe never got hurt. They didn't the, have to go with that loser Tom Brady. Uh, allegedly, and I don't yeah. know if this is 100% true, okay. um, but his wife was having torrid affairs on him. Bledsoe's wife? No. Brady's wife? Yes. That's the new update? That's the update. That's why she left the compound? Uh, apparently, they haven't been living together for some time. Ooh. And it's because of her uh, Deshaun Watson style approach to life. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited for these hot facts <laughs> to come out. Are you? Hold on. Are you making this up on the spot? No. Do you have valid sources? Did yep. you vet your sources? Nope. No. No. Okay. Are you familiar with the tabloids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where I'll see you. Okay. Seeing the Lloyds. <laughs> okay. I've never heard a tabloid referred to shorthand as a Lloyd before. You don't. You know, people don't say. Lloyd see, Christmas, maybe? Seeing the Lloyds. No, not once ever. I feel like that's a thing. I've heard seeing the funny papers. That's all I've heard. So I believe that is a mobster thing for uh, right before they kill you. Vital, confirm or deny. He can't. He's got a gag order. There you go. That's the answer. I like that a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Craig. That is bourbon, scotch, and beer adjacent. I agree. So he probably freestyled that answer, too, knowing Craig, since it was an expatriate. He would know. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. He yeah. probably has a bottle at his house. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. He's like uh He's like, don't you know that Ryan LaVarnway has a scotch that he only had? Bro- no, Craig, we do not know that the backup catcher for the World Series champion, also friend of the show, friend Ryan LaVarnway. Yeah, don't leave that out. We don't know that he has a scotch. Call Mike Vital, 505-246-0610. If you have an athlete that has one bourbon, one scotch, one beer, and this one we want on air. So you got to give it to us and let us vet it on air. Ooh, I like this. I like that one a lot. Phone's going crazy over here. As people are trying to get on the texter, no, this one is a phone call now. Mm-hmm. Thursday night football tonight. You ready for this one, man? Hit me. You got the Rams. You got the Bills. Um, as a betting man, yep, I would not bet on this game. Uh, a little piece of me just wa- will choose the Rams just because they're at home, just because I think they have something to prove that hey, last year was no fluke. We're going to come in hot this year. But mostly I will pick the Rams because, and dropping some football knowledge on you right here. That Kyle Pitts' only touchdown was in London last year, and he's absolutely devastated because the Queen passed away, and this is his, his, his moment to mourn. That is a very hard segue. Also, no. Okay. The Bills were 0-6 in one-score games last year. And I think this one's going to be close, i.e. a one-score game. And so no. I think that gives advantage to the Rams. Are you being serious? 
You think the Bills are just going to blow the doors off? Oh of my them? God! Seventeen on the low end, twenty-four on the high. I don't think it'll be close at all. Is Matthew Stafford even playing? Also, if you are a betting man, over under making the broadcast, someone screaming "Let's go, Brandon!" during the moment of silence for the Queen. For the Queen. That's a really good bet. What are the odds on that? Well, it, what are the odds that I'm giving you? What are the odds? Point five, and I'm going to give you. How fast can I get to L.A.? Because I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> My thoughts on the monarchy and royalty and the queen are very apparent. You think now. it's a one score game? Are you messing with me? No, I think so. Yeah, Rams win, close game. Oh no, no, they lose handedly. Okay, they lose going away. Well, well, well. What are we going to wager here? Maybe two George Thurgood tickets. Hey, a little offer. If you give... Who's Charles Woodson? Go. Yeah, but what about him? Not who is Charles Woodson. What's his relevance yeah, well, to this story? Oh, I don't know. Who's a, wait, somebody called with that? All right. Is he still with us or not? All right, put him on. Greg, we need you right here. All right, I'm here. All right, Greg. Tell me about Charles Woodson's sippy sip. Woodson bourbon whiskey? Well, oh, damn it. This is he good. does. He also owns Intercept Wines, but we're going with a bourbon answer this time, right? Yes. Yeah, strong word. All right, Greg. So, I'm, all right, first of all, Greg, congratulations. You're going to go see George Thorogood at the Kiva, but this doesn't look like it's very good whiskey. It's only $20 a, a bottle. This can't be good at all. Okay. <laughs> Did they just pour I've, Evan I've Williams into a new it. bottle? I, I can't attest, so I don't know. Okay, hold up, Greg. All right, so Greg is a bottom-shelf shopper, which I appreciate a nice. lot here. Same. So, Greg, <laughs> you're telling me you put in your RC Cola this fourteen ninety nine flat rate of of Woodson's bourbon whiskey, and it's made uh, that he makes in wine barrels. That's what makes it special because he's been whining well, since the it, tuck rule. If you're going to put it in RC Cola, it better be bottom-shelf. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Greg, appreciate you being the friend of the show. Give Vital your info. That way we can get you the stuff. Awesome. Thanks, fellas. What a dude. Cheers. That's, congratulations. I said he does it in wine barrels because of Tom Brady. Nice. It's a bit of football start to the program, but it's been relatively Is slow. there like a, a Woodson Reserve? That's more than $15. No, everything. If they have anything that's like rated well, I, I will order one bottle for my debt as a Packers fan to Charles Woodson. Okay, so, all right, so it has here. I know we got to go, Michael, but I'm, I'm, let me run through this real quick. So, they have a, per- a perfect Manhattan already premixed. Oh, that sounds awful. Okay, so they have that. You can get that. Also, I don't want that. Uh, they have the maize label. I don't. I think that is uh, Al, uh, that's Ali Guanquin for corn. Corn, yeah, a little yeah. corn mash. So uh, that is a six month accelerated aged Kentucky bourbon. Usually corn is rye, but okay, Charles, whatever and, you say. Okay, and then the blue and maize signature series, and this one I think is from Mitchell, South Dakota, home of the Corn Palace. Really? Yeah, I think. Okay, I think you're making that part up, yep. but I'm going to go with it. Also projecting. Also, to, all right, it's made in San Diego, and it's claimed as Kentucky. Is Kentucky a style? Is that like frying? Is it the same kind of idea? Uh, that's an excellent question. Uh, like champagne. If it's, it can only be called uh. champagne if it's from the champagne region of France. Right. Otherwise. Sparkling wine. Sparkling garbage. Did, okay. <laughs> Michael, did you get Greg's info? Great. Let's go to Thank break. You, sir. Whenever we get back, do we have more tickets? Are we giving them all away, Michael? I know we've been having we a lot got, of fun We got with two, this. two more to go. Well, we gave away JD, Craig, and Greg. 
Yeah, we got two more. Okay. We've got four sets of two together. All right. Well, I'm not doing it when we get back because we're going to have our friend Gloria on and we're going to talk about the YMCA. Wait till five. Wait. <laughs> Hang out with your boys till five. Tuning on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. The only part of your morning that doesn't suck. The opening drive with Jeff Simbietta and JJ Buck. Weekday mornings from 7 till 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Back on the show, we're giving away George Thorogood tickets all day, but not right this second. Okay, Gloria Cisneros, welcome to the program. Yay. Let's go. Yay, thank you for having me back. So school's back in session. You're running after school programs. I can finally come back in the mornings and play basketball without stepping on munchkins. <laughs> for now. For, yes, literally just for now. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the pre- and after-school programs. Talk to me about what's going on in your world. So we believe that supporting the local schools um, will help children experience success in life. Sure. Uh, we give like that. activities that strengthen and expand the, and provide real-life context to information learned in the classroom. And we believe that building strong kids and strong families will strengthen the foundation of our communities. And that's kind of what our main goal and philosophy is in the before and after school program. Heck yeah. That's sweet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How come our mission statement's not that yeah. good? <laughs> hey, what are you doing? You underwrite? We need a little help yeah. over here. <laughs> our mission statement is uh, identify social problems and use other people's money. Okay. That's our... <laughs> So, no, Do you hear that, viewers? No, I'm just <laughs> <Yes>. kidding. <laughs> so, but you are talking about, uh, obviously, the, the Albuquerque Y Club before and after school mm. programs, and you have locations all around town. Uh, is everything full up? You, got, you still got space for kids? How is that working? So, our Albuquerque School of Excellence location is actually full up. Oh, okay. Uh, we do have uh, space at our other locations. We are about to open another location at Mountain View Elementary. There you go. Um, so, we have not gotten any registration for that one just yet but we did open another school explorer academy uh two weeks ago and we already have about 30 kids oh heck yeah where's that at? uh that is at homestead and jefferson oh okay. so it is a, a charter school it's a really amazing school uh we've been there two weeks and it, it seems to be good we we don't have you know much uh experience with charter schools but we're glad to be able to provide our services to them you're a victim of your own success. <laughs> Keep having to open new schools for these kids. This oh, awesome. yeah. What would uh, the parent expect out of both the before and after school programs? So in our before uh, school program, what we do is we, um, you know, give them activities to nurture learning, you know, try to get them up and getting ready for school. Uh, get them excited. We take them to their school, depending on the location or where on site. We take them to their classes. And then after school, we have snack. We do homework. We do counselor-led activities, student-led activities. Um, so it's pretty much a lot going on. So this past week was Labor Day. Yes. And I saw a lot of parents were like, what do I do with my kids? I'm back at the, like, I, like, I don't have a laptop job. I still have to work. <laughs> is it two students to start signing up for, like, winter camp and stuff? Is that is that open yet? It is not open yet, okay. but our, our fall break camp is about to open in about two weeks. So keep an eye out for that. We are going to be open for fall break, parent-teacher conference, Thanksgiving week, um, as well as winter break. Okay. So, if, so you don't necessarily have to get a sitter. You can take your kid here to the Y. Yes. And then they can get a full day of... Y-based activities and build fast friendships. <coughs> That's correct. So, yes, and we also will be taking a field trip once a week, so they will be getting out of the Y as well. So it's really very, very, very energetic program, and the kids just love it. What's, it, what's the vibe 
for the after school program? Is this just like just textbook homework stuff? Are you guys playing and having fun? No, we we play and have fun. Of course, we do um, do the homework help. You know, we try to make sure that when they get home, they're ready for dinner. They're ready to hang out with their parents, their siblings, whoever's in the household. And you know, we we do activities that kind of foster learning. Um, so what I like to call it is play to learn. Sweet. Just because they, they got to learn uh, hands-on experiences to learn stuff, you know, so. Everything, I'm, well, obviously I'm excited and, and enjoying all of that. Uh, talk to me about the, the right, do you have to be a member to be part of the programs? How does it work for friends of the show that are maybe interested in getting their kids involved in the Y? So you do not have to be a member, but it is very, very cost-effective to be a member. You do save a lot of money to become a member. Um, and then not just that, but you also get, you know, some of our other programs, like our youth agility classes, our parents' night out, our kids' zone. We have tons of programs for families and every year we are adding more to that so it is a great opportunity to become a member and, and how do people become a member and how do they sign up for these programs so you could sign up online or you could come down to one of our lovely locations uh, we do have the front desk people here they're very friendly and inviting and they love to help people so if you just not tech savvy like me then you could come in and do it in person or you can go on our website at ymcacnm.org okay, you should already be a member you should already be a if member. you're listening to this program and be you don't know member. what the y does for the community you should have already been a member you should be getting your swole on every morning with the boys here at the ymca taking advantage of all their amazing programs Gloria cisneros 505-595-1515 extension 3106 or g cisneros at ymcacnm.org Gloria, thank you so much of course thank you guys for having me and i hope you guys have a great weekend oh thank mm-hmm. you i like that too so sweet when <laughs> we get back five o'clock hour two men on 95.9 fm and am 610 d sports animal now, now betting, betting for the, for sports, the sports animal, animal. Your, your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number, Number two, two, men on, Van Nunley and, and Fred Slow. Slow. And in the on-deck on circle, circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Welcome back to the program. Thanks. Talking to the friends of the show, Van. Oh. Isn't it crazy how many friends of the show showed up at Howie's on Monday? Yeah, wasn't that great? I know, like... And, like, and I, thank you, by the way. Huge thank Friends you. of the show. It was really sweet. Because, like, almost everyone in the world was, like, at a pool party. Yeah. Or at the lake. And, and we got the friends of the show rocking out Howie's. And outside of, like, Steve... Okay. Which is usually your go-to punchline, but actually, Steve, this time. Like, like real, in real life. Yeah, in real life, it was Steve who was a yeah. dude. Yeah. I feel like a uh, friend of the show left me with a pretty hefty bill out there at Howie's. The, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we definitely treated. We said we would look, buy tasty treats for everyone. That's what we and said. And the first round. And they said yes. And they said, <laughs> how about all of it? Yes. And we said, fine. Yes, deal. 100%. Sure. Well, oh. everything about that. Live from the Horn YMCA today. I had a fun announcement. Healthy Hoops is the 28th of September. Come down to the Y. It's all of the after-school kids are going to be bust down, and the the YMCA is partnering here in the state with some programs. But the idea is they're going to do uh, 
these fun clinics and work kids to basketball. It'll be a whole thing. The city will be out. The mayor will be here. It'll be oh, a whole production. Goodness. So, yeah, so come out and hang. We will be here for sure September the 28th, Van. And by the way, show Albuquerque, show some love for your mayor. I don't care where you fall on the political spectrum. This is a dude that loves his community and helps out in every way possible. I would agree. Yes. I get a lot of, uh, what's the TK equivalent to Let's Go Brandon? I get that a lot out in the community. And I'm like, hey, hold, pump the, pump the brakes, brother. I believe they say, let's go Marty. Okay, yeah. Where's Marty? <laughs> yeah, that's... Hashtag, where's Marty? Yeah. Oh, Marty Travis is not the mayor anymore? No. Nope. Okay, just learned. So, yeah. we, <laughs> being live from the wider day, we're giving away George Thorogood tickets. Here's what you got to do. Okay. So, call the program. No, I'm too text, busy. All right, text the program. You're talking to the audience again, all not right, me. Text the program. Okay. 505-246-0610. And here's what we need. We need an athlete who owns either a bourbon, mm-hmm. a scotch, mm-hmm. Or a beer company. Yeah. Text the program. One bourbon, one scotch, one beer. And already Troy Aikman. Off the list. Because he owns Stone Cold. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Off the list. Troy Aikman. Charles Woodson's off the list. Charles Woodson, who went the Shaquille O'Neal approach and made a whiskey everyone can afford. Yeah, just like bathroom whiskey, basically. Greg, call, friend of the show, Bath Greg calls. hooch. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Greg says, you know, you know what's going to get us a name? We're like, you're on that, you're on that Woodson like, right are now? Are you drinking it now? Yeah, are you on that right now, Greg? You're oh on God. The, you're little... operating heavy machinery yeah. now, are you? I said, I said, you mix that with RC? He said, I'm a Shasta guy. <laughs> Your tum-tum's going to hurt <laughs> because that is... Horrible whiskey. Yeah, he said, oh, well, it's, uh, it's Fago for your boy. First of all, that's a Detroit reference. I don't know mm. what that's doing down here. Uh, there's a lot of Fago at the bodega around the corner from my house. It's a big Fago house over Everything there. Everything you're saying checks out. That's mm-hmm. insanely correct. So text the program, 505-246-0610. Athlete who owns either a bourbon, a scotch, or a beer company. And we will give you two tickets to the Kiva on the 13th to see George Thoroughgood. Bam. By the way, if you can't make it, you could pay them forward to your friends and family. Yeah, hand them off. Yeah. Hey, guy. You want to go see a show? You want to go see George Thoroughgood and the Destroyers? He's like, oh, my gosh, man. I can't make it. Okay, I'll tell you what. Do you know someone who can make it? You yeah. probably do. Also, these Thoroughgood tickets are going super fast. I think, like, the record ever set on this program was when we were doing the weekend was when we were giving away Nutcracker tickets. Yeah. We gave away Nutcracker That's tickets. That's the fastest ever. <laughs> like, we weren't even, I was like, 505 246 and Vital was like, they're already gone. I was, like, I was wildly impressed on the slice of the Venn diagram. Yeah. Where sports radio and ballet overlapped? It, it was basically a circle. Yeah. It's a perfect circle. Yeah. So, I was super surprised. Uh, runners tickets have gone very fast on the program. Yeah, uh, yeah, obviously, yeah. United ISOPs, Gladiators, those things. But, um, but yeah, it's, yeah, the Thoroughgood tickets are, well, they're the hotness right now. What, Steve? Steve joining us on the program? Okay, Steve. Who is your athlete who owns either a one scotch, a one beer, or one bourbon business? Our man, Conor McGregor. Oh, okay. I said my brother, my countryman, my brother, Conor McGregor. All right, that's a very good answer. Yeah. Conor McGregor yeah. is on the list, so we will go with that. What is the name of his whiskey? Oh, I, I drank too much of it last time. I can't remember. <laughs> that would be, uh, I got a bottle of it a couple months ago. Proper number. It's kind of Jameson adjacent. Proper, it's pretty good. Proper, Proper 12. 12. Proper 12. Proper 12. Yeah. Proper All right. 12. There you go. All right, you're in the mix. I, think I had 12 of them. 
<laughs> Does it come in a green bottle? I feel it like it has to. Green okay. Yeah. I like that yeah. a lot. Hey, do you guys – here, I'm going to keep you on to this one. Do you guys go specific drink when you're watching, like, a sporting event? If I'm watching a Cardinals game, I'm drinking a Bud Light. If I'm watching pro wrestling, I'm drinking a Broken Skull IPA. Like, do you guys make those connections? Yes, absolutely. I, I like my beer like my women. She's light and domesticated. Hey, All right, so okay. we have a lot in common here. <laughs> All right. Vital, get that info. Two more tickets are gone. That's a good one. Yeah, that was good, a good answer. One. What was our friend of the show? Steve, what was it? Steve. Steve. Steve's got him. Vital, make sure you get Steve's information. Yeah, get Steve's info. Cause good call. Good call, yeah. too. Also, we're giving away so many Thoroughgood tickets because I was off earlier this week, and then we were off because of Isotopes Baseball, mm-hmm. and uh, you um, impressively failed to give them away. Um, well, I don't say it would be impressively with just uh, no effort or thought to it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Noted. I didn't fail at my task because I didn't try. I'm reading some of the... That's what they say. You don't miss a thousand percent of the shots you don't take. I am That's re- the saying, right? I, no one says that. No. So I'm reading some of the uh, reviews here for the number 12 Irish whiskey. Okay. okay. Sweet. Yeah. So it says uh, when you first started drinking, it was really good. But then after a couple rounds, it peters out and never wins again. Mm. So... Much like Conor McGregor, like, yeah. you have six of these, you'll probably throw a chair in a bus. They're uh, <laughs> yeah. so... Uh, this, this review says, I took one swig, tried to pass it around, but nobody wanted it. Oh. oh. See, that happened in real life. Yeah, that was a uh, reference to a real-life event, Fred. That's, uh, that's what happened. The, uh, okay, so you take one shot every time. This one's not appropriate for a radio, okay. but there we go. Yeah, don't do that one. So Conor McGregor's, uh, what was it called, man? Proper 12. Proper 12. And this is a unpaid advertisement, apparently. They, well, we're not saying positive things. Well, the so, internet isn't saying yeah, positive so things. George Thorogood. Michael, do we have any uh, Thorogood tickets left, or are they all gone? i just take a time. On good, talk. Yeah, good, probably, talk. Probably yeah, good talk. Good talk. Probably catch up with Steve. Good talk, yeah. Probably t- Hey, Vita- Vital gets chatty on the phone sometimes. He, uh, he can get lost in it. I mean, yeah. if we're being real polite. He's like, hey, buddy, you got to play us some music, provide a little commentary, and we've been take all- us in and out of breaks. Your job isn't just to talk to the friends of the show, brother. We do this show, what, five days a week? We're out of the studio basically five days a week now. Right. We don't see Vital a ton anymore, but we know his tendencies and practices. I'll never forget how good looking he is, though. That you never forget. Out of uh, from on a scale of ten, yeah, he's a proper twelve. All right, going to be here all night. Yep, yep. Tip your waitresses. Change your mind on the Thursday night football game yet? What about the results? Yeah, no. The Rams by a last second field goal. I'm leaning into it. Are you? Are you? I'm not. I'm not betting on this, by the way. But Rams by a field goal as time expires. At home. And then the Bills don't lose a, a game the rest of the year. Oh, God, that's so bad. That's a terrible prediction. Also, if you're a friend of the show and you're tuning in, you're like, hey, I, you know, I can't wait to watch the game tonight. Make sure you have your Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you cannot. You will just, not it's not on to... TV. Yeah. Do you, how do you feel about that? I embrace the future. Okay. I know you're, you know, scared old man slow on I the am. porch. Yeah. Yelling at clouds and waving yeah. your fist. At your neighbors, I have but multiple I, times, like, I like technology. I, I'll embrace it. I have told the St. Louis Rams of Anaheim County 
Orange County, Santa Barbara County, <laughs> Los Angeles, California. Ish. Multiple times I've told them to get off my lawn. Yeah, totally. That's my move. Yeah. If the Rams score tonight, I'll be surprised. You are an insane person. I recently heard that Matt Stafford's arm doesn't work. And yeah, I, he had surgery on it, but there'll be no limitations. After he tried to kill that gal? Come again? When he pushed her off that building? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, he acted like it was an arm injury. But here's what he's... In real life, it's just his bloodlust. <laughs> can, only, can only quench this bloodlust thirst. One down. Yeah. The only thing that keeps me regular I, to get back to normal is Woodson's Whiskey for thirteen ninety nine. So throughout the history of football, football players who have killed a guy... Yeah. Or allegedly killed a guy mm-hmm. are usually really good football players. Leonard Little. See? Wasn't that good? Aaron Hernandez, one of the best tight ends in the NFL. Ray Lewis, best linebacker probably of our generation. What's in common with these guys? Murder. And now Matt Stafford just won a Super Bowl after his attempted murder. Murder adjacent. Of that poor lady at the Super Bowl party. Let's grab one. What are we We're on until 6 o'clock today. Also, this is all alleged. 6.15, yeah. my friend. Susan joining us at 5.30? You know it. Tuning on, 95.9 FM, and I'll get the sponsors when we get back. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Come armchair quarterback with the opening drive. Weekday mornings starting at 7 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, from the texter. Andy Roddick has a bourbon, according to friend of the show, Chris. Yeah. You know about this? I did. How do you know about this? Because uh, I looked them all up. When we first breached this conversation, there is a lot of alcohol owned by athletes. I was surprised. I have not one bourbon, one scotch, one beer. I had no idea. What's the name of this thing? Sweeten's Cove. Okay, well, it's not a good name. No, that sounds like a murder. It's thing. off to a bad start. Yeah. 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 The that, location of a horror movie. That's a horror movie. Yeah. yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Go, uh, hey. Here's that's what we're going to do, guys. That's where hey. Matthew Stafford does his bidding. Yes. Sweeten's Cove. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the beginning of a horror movie, when, like, the kids are all packing the car and the families are, like, waving goodbye, they're like... They're like, hey, you kids have a good time at Sweeten's Cove. And they get there, and the, it's the Roderick there. Mm. Yeah, but then at the end, he's like, Roderick, Rods. And then people are like, oh. Made the connection. Did, okay, now we get it. Yep. Yeah, this guy's not nice. A little baseball update. What's up with Albert Pujols? He homered today in the 11-6 loss against the Nationals. He hit his 704th, 705th, and 706th home run today. And his mom caught all three of them. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's still stuck in the same spot. But luckily, a lot of lefties in that bullpen going against him today. So I think he's got just as good a shot as anybody to pop another one. No, he uh, not today. That game's over. They play in the afternoon. Tomorrow's match. Friend of the show, Chris, congratulations. You're going to George Thorogood, even though we didn't have a set of tickets. Vital came up with a pair. So yes. he's a hero. You get tomorrow's tickets. So you get tomorrow's tickets. So we're not giving them away tomorrow. They're gone today. Aaron Judge popped his 55th. Shut up. And that puts him still on pace for 65. 
Which would be the real home run record. Which would be the real home run record. Unless, you know, it comes out that he's been juicing this whole time. <sighs> he's not been juicing. But if he's not going to bother to fix his teeth, I don't think he's going to bother to do steroids. So I think I've told you about this. Um, okay. Aaron Judge's hitting coach is a guy from St. Louis, Missouri. Have I talked to you about this? No. Okay. Tell me about it. So his name is Teacher. And you're like, that's not his real name. Well, you know what? It's not. Okay. But his, name, his real name is Richard Schnick. And he owns um, this bar in St. Louis called Jack Wagon's Teacher. And it's this place I used to run wiffle ball leagues at. Okay. And he had this, like, automated pitching machine in the back that threw wiffle balls. And he would literally give you, like, hitting instructions on wiffle balls. This was, like, because he was such, like, a fan of the game. Never played ball. Didn't know anything about it. Okay. And if you go, if you look up like teachers hitting right now, like on whatever YouTube or social media or whatever, I used to work with this guy. He's the guy who got Aaron Judge to this level. That's he, impressive. Because Aaron and Aaron Judge started with wiffle ball. Is that what you're yeah, telling? Yeah, correct. Me? So Aaron Judge found Richard, who moving forward, I'm just going to refer to as teacher because that's what everyone calls him. Yeah. So he found teacher on social media and was like, "Hey, talk to me about this." Richard Teacher, Dick Teacher, the teacher. Yeah, yeah. And then. Uh, anyway, so if you watch now, because I watch differently, because I obviously I I know Richard, right? I mm-hmm. don't know Aaron Judge, but Aaron Judge, the way he brings the bat up to mid, all of his power is like exhausted before the kick. It's like it's the entire upper body, and then the momentum pull through, and you're like, Fred, this doesn't make sense. What you're talking about hitting has been the same for hundreds of years. No, and no. you'll see it moving forward now that I'm pointing this out, and it's like. I think the game has been reinvented literally with this approach, and I think Aaron Judge is the first one to do it. By the way, God-given ability and strength and all those things that factor. But just kind of crazy how you can – a thing that we thought was going to be unobtainable, at least for years to come, probably our lifetimes, Aaron Judge is going to get it right away. Yes, and probably beat his own record every year. He probably will be that guy. Yeah. Our pulse will get to number four on the home run list, but really, are we calling him number three? We're not counting Barry, or are we counting Barry? Oh, man. That's a tough thing to do, but I count it, but I count it with an asterisk. Just like I count Barry and McGuire and Sosa's single season yeah. totals, but I count them with an asterisk. Because it's not just those three guys doing steroids. Is the whole friggin' league doing steroids? Okay. So it's got an asterisk. You don't erase it from the history books, but you acknowledge the generation it came from. That's my logical answer. I don't hate it. My off-air answer is screw those guys. At the major league level, (laughs) and we're not talking about little kid. We're not talking about little league. We're not talking about uh, Babe Ruth baseball, the league, not the person. Has any player in Major League Baseball ever at the end of a season led their team in every statistical category? I think there's only two in the history of baseball. What is that? I don't know who they are. One would be Babe Ruth, and the second one would be Shohei Otani. That's correct. Let's show you the greatness of right. Shohei Otani. I got the Los Angeles Angels stats leaders page pulled up right here, right. Fred. Pretty important. Who do you think's leading in at-bats? Mike Trout. <gasps> You'd be wrong. That'd okay. Be Shohei Otani. How about games played? Chris Calhoun. Oh, good guess. It's Shohei Otani. All right. What about batting average? David Eckstein. Ooh, that's a hot take right there. All right. Shohei Otani. All right. How about home runs, RBIs, on base percentage, slugging, on base plus slugging, hits, doubles, triples, walks, intentional walks, and runs? Who do you think's leading the team? 
Scott, there's a trend here. Fred. Scott Spezio? There's a, there's, a, there's a trend here. Is it Scott Spezio? It would also be Shohei Otani. <laughs> How about wins, innings pitched, strikeouts, quality starts, ERA, Hold up. whip, batting average against, You're not just talking per nine. offensive, you're talking pitching as <laughs> pitching well. Pitching as well. Shut up. These are all Shohei Otani. Okay. Is the team so bad or is he so good? It's both. It is both. There is one single solitary category on the whole Los Angeles Angels that he's not leading. Oh, okay. What's that? And that would be stolen bases. Oh, okay. He's got to be uh, way behind. He doesn't even get an attempt, right, all year long. Uh, you would be wrong. Ah, oh, damn it. If that's what you thought, okay. you would be wrong. Uh, Velasquez Who's of that? the Angels. Who is that? Go Fish. Okay. Uh, he has 15. So he's leading the team with 15 steals. Guess who's in second place on the Angels in steals? Is it Shohei Otani? It would be Shohei Otani, Fred. Okay. That is correct. He is four off of the team leader with 11. And he's got a chance to surpass the stolen base leader by the end of the season if he just gets four more than him. That is every single... Team category, offensive and pitching on the Los Angeles Angels. Shohei Otani owns every single one of them except for steals. This is insane. This is Little League stuff. This is insane. This is when you got one guy. This is the, this is the Little League stats when your shortstop is number seven. Yes. And he pitches and plays shortstop and center field. Yes. Yeah. And he's probably got long, beautiful, long, blonde hair. Also. And probably Kyle... Or Braden is his name. Yeah, that's and, the only situation where this exists. And he but stole no, my girlfriend in this seventh is grade. Shohei Otani, and in uh, his junior year too. Yes. Stole <laughs> yeah, her same twice. girl. She came back. Yeah, stole her again. And it was after I let him borrow hair gel because he didn't know how important it was to look cool in high school. Mm. This is not a hyper specific story that actually happened to me. No. Also, it was Phil Nevin Shohei Otani's dad, and that's why Shohei Otani gets so many opportunities. <laughs> I think you're correct. I do, too. <laughs> the Sues. Josh Sushan joins us when we get back. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. We're at the Horn today, Van. Come yeah. hang out with your boys. The intersection, well, I don't know, 4901 Indian School? That sounds correct. Okay, I know it's correct. Come hang out with us. Also, you can spend your evening, specifically Saturday night with us, as we're hosting the watch party at Hollow Spirits for the United game. That'll be a lot of fun. Have a little sip of the Teller Von coin. Yeah, you know, baby. You know how that is. And then next Monday, join us at Howie Sports Page, 12500 Montgomery Boulevard, as we will be watching Monday Night Football with you. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The NFL is on the air tonight. And be back here tomorrow morning to arms your quarterback with us on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Sue, Josh Sushan. How are you, brother? I'm well, guys. I feel... um. I feel uh, like I should apologize that, that we're cutting into your valuable airtime this week between yesterday and tomorrow, but I uh, appreciate you guys being good sports about it. You know what's interesting about the Isotopes van is, is uh, they don't ask for permission. They ask for forgiveness. Ah, see, see. Yeah, yeah, noticing a trend there. 
So, Fred, you know, we got a rare day off Monday through Friday, 4 to 7, yesterday mm-hmm. for the doubleheader. Because of the isotopes, you think I would be quite spiteful that the friends of the show don't get to hang out with us. Right. But you know what I did? You went to the isotopes I game. went to the isotopes yeah, game, smart. and I had a watermelon <laughs> walk-off, and I listened to another great Josh Sushan call. Josh, how is the team? How is uh, how September met the boys? Well... I'll be honest, it's not going well, right? I mean, I mean, this is a team that, for most of the season, it's like, man, they're really good at home, and they're not so good on the road. And if we can just play 500 ball on the road and keep winning at home, then maybe we'll have something here. And now, you know, they've hit, you know, quite the losing streak at home. And, you know, you lose two in a row to your, to your rival, or three in a row, including a doubleheader yesterday. It's not going well, you know. Um, you know, that, it stinks, you know, it stinks, it's, they want to win. It's not like they don't care. You know, uh, you could see the dejection as they walked off the field yesterday. It was even weirder yesterday, too, because so for game two, the doubleheader, it was a rain out in El Paso, so El Paso got to be the home team. So El Paso had a walk-off home run on the field of while they're the visitors in town, which was really weird. And, like, my call was not as good as it should have been as a result of it. And so I think it just kind of, like, adds extra insult you know when your rivals celebrated home plate for a game inning walk-off like that that is legit weird yeah, i don't like it i don't that like anything that was just said to me by josh i would be a little neutral if it was anyone except for el paso that makes it so much worse I just hate el paso so much okay josh just a few short years ago do you think that you would ever see one single solitary player lead his team in every single category, offensive and defensive, as that is what Shohei Otani is doing this year. Shohei Otani leads the Angels in every single pitching and hitting category, except for stolen bases, which he is only four behind. I mean, I've seen it before, but you know, it was a 12-year-old team. Yes. Yeah, yeah, see, there it is. Right? I mean, he, he's doing what, what a 12-year-old does when, when you're the best player on the team and the best player in the league and you just dominate every category. That, that's the only time that happens. I mean, that doesn't even happen in college baseball. There's a handful of two-way players in college baseball. Right. But, you know, and I've, like, seen some of them and some of the freelance broadcasts that I've done, but they don't lead the team in every category, right? They're like... Uh, you know, they're like one of the best starters. You know, maybe they're like the second or third best starter. Maybe they're like the third or fourth best hitter. They don't lead in every category. It's, um, and I hope we don't take it for granted. I don't think we do. But you know how we are, sports fans. It's okay, well, you know, we've seen that. We've cheered that. Now what? I hope we don't take it for granted because, you know, I, there was actually a good book about Shoei Itani that came out. My friend wrote it, and I was talking to him about it. You know, and there was this theory of that, Oh, well, now that Shohei Otani has shown that you can do this, there's going to be all these other two-way players. And there was an entire chapter about how, no, like that's not going to happen because it is so rare that somebody can develop where both of their hitting skill and their pitching skill are both ready for the major leagues at the same time. Like These are two totally different skills, and most of the time, one of them is ready before the other one, and as soon as one of them is ready, you're going to the major leagues so you can help the team win with that one skill. You know, like Rick Ankiel, you know, they kind of thought about it, but his pitching was so advanced that they brought him to the big leagues, and he never had time to develop his hitting until pitching went south, and he had to do it all over again. You know, so, I mean, it's just so rare that both of the skills would be ready at the exact same time where they can both help a major league team win. 
I think to me as well, it's it kind of speaks to what's not around a guy. Because even if you have the talent that like Shohei has, which we're saying is the most talent, there's kind of no one else in Anaheim. Like So it's like, how do you build a major league roster that only has one guy that arguably could play on other major league rosters? Sure. Well, I mean, there's still that Trout guy. I mean, he's he, he's not bad, uh, he don't play. right? He don't and, play. you know, they tried to bring in, you know, they signed Rendon to big money, you know, and before that they signed Pujols and, and Hamilton to big money. And, you know, I mean, so, I mean, they have other players, and it's not like he's making $30 million. I mean, they actually have him at a bargain yep. because he, you know, I – it's elaborate, like all the different ways that a player gets posted and after a certain number of years and there's posting. But they basically got him. They had to pay the big posting money. But then, and like, the actual salary is not that high. It's right. not like he's taking up, a, you know, half the payroll. Now, in the future, he might be. But right now, he's not. And, and so they've just made mistakes with who they've signed and acquired and traded and drafted. Yeah, it's, it's almost like the owner and GM of the Angels, like, really just hate success. Yeah, no, not interested. I love waste. You know what I love to do, Fred? I love wasting money and losing. Hey, I promise you. Give me all that you got. Nobody owning a major league baseball team is losing money right now. I promise <laughs> you that. Josh, ain't that the truth? Yeah, uh, we got a good one tonight. Zach Neal is on the mound for the boys. Uh, it's kind of a big one because this one kind of feels like the last regular one for a while. So it's an early start tomorrow, and then obviously Saturday, Sunday baseball is a little more special than weekday baseball. Uh, what is the mindset over the next couple of days? How can the Isotopes pull out three or four W's? You know, I think that the biggest thing is just forget what's been happening lately, right? Like, every day is new at a ballpark, and so it's just having a short memory. You know, players always say, like, wash it off, you know. Like, once you leave the ballpark at the end of that game, no matter how frustrating the night was, it's done, it's over, and it's time to get back out there. You know, from a storyline standpoint, the Isotopes are one home run away from tying their team record for most home runs in a season. They're two away from breaking it. So there is that. There's Winton Bernard continuing to put together a resume to maybe be the MVP of the Pacific Coast League. So that's a thing. And then everybody wants to finish strong. I mean, you want to leave a favorable impression in the mind of the organization because everyone wants to play again next year, right? And so you want to make sure that Look, your numbers aren't changing. They're on the back of your baseball card, your baseball reference page. And when it comes to signing the offseason, you are what your numbers say you are. And so you want to finish strong and continue to, you know, to just play with pride and try and beat El Paso and beat the spoilers and knock them out. Right now, El Paso and Round Rock are both one game behind Oklahoma City for the um, Eastern Division playoff berth. So, I mean, we've got playoff baseballs coming through here. we got Oklahoma City next in town, and they're, you know, they're in first place. So, chance to be the spoiler. It's going to be a short one tomorrow on the program. Yes. As we're only going to be on from 4 to 5.15. Correct. And then we kick it over to you. Best giveaway of the what whole up? year next year tomorrow, though, man. Yeah. Giving away the hats it's tomorrow. The best one. It's like the tenth time you guys have said this is the best giveaway. Well, it's like every time Christmas. Hey, just comes. wait till next Friday, yeah, brother. You just you don't even know. <laughs> That's it's, the best one. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually two men on hype is what the name of this show is. If you look at okay. our legal name. So my question is, there's great promotions at the Isotopes, right? Do you get your hands on every single one of these and just like hoard them? Do you have like a special room in your house? dedicated to all isotope giveaway and memorabilia stuff are you like more selective 
Well, it depends on how nice Dylan Storm feels like being in uh, terms of allowing me nice. to get one, right? Like most of the time he gives away all of his freebies to the to the local radio hosts and then there's nothing left for me, you know? Good point. Um, so that becomes a problem. Um, honestly, what I like to do is I like to give them away to people as like thank yous when they help me with something, when they do something for me, or just Same. if I know that it's something that they would really like. You know, like I have so much isotope stuff, and I have, a, and I have a bunch of stuff, and I keep, you know, a lot of stuff for myself. You know, like half my wardrobe is isotope stuff. Um, you know, so you want to replenish it with some new stuff. But honestly, I, I like giving it away to people as, as a thank you when they do something nice for me. So what Same. I'm, the, the only ones I've kept all year are the Brookade jerseys, which I think were absolute fire, and an Alk Hurricane um, Sugar Skull bobbleheads. I think that's like just absolutely. Everything else has been paid forward to someone. So I'm feeling very selfish because I keep everything, and I would like game worn isotopes apparel from Josh Sushan to add to my shrine. For the right price, we can make that happen. I think we're going to do. Yeah, we're doing the Star Wars jersey giveaway on uh, or uh, auction on Saturday. Oh, that makes me forget. I still haven't picked up our brain and gold. Yeah, you have to pick up your brain and gold. Got to swing by and grab that. Just throw it in Josh's office. Hey, so uh, Van set up a really nice segue, and I'm going to jump on top of it. Uh, Dylan Storm, who is in our Fantasy Football League, took Cooper Cup number one overall, Josh, and I just need you to know that. (laughs) Uh. I'm glad you told me this, and and every time that Cooper Cup just has an average game, I'll be sure to remind Dylan of this. Thank you. Thank you very much. That is a thing that was was important to us (laughs) that you were aware of that. Anything we missed, Jay, before we cut you loose? Let me tell you about our pregame show interview. So Nick Kennedy is my guest. His dad was a longtime strength and conditioning coach at a whole bunch of different universities and also at the Tampa Bay Bucks. And speaking of football, since tonight is the start of the NFL, I just thought it was good timing to talk to him about that because here's the thing that you, that you often forget. When, they, when the team loses and the head coach gets fired, the entire staff gets fired. And so he had to move around a lot. So he told me about, you know, he learned after a while that when his mom and dad said family meeting, that meant they were moving because dad's got a new job. He's off somewhere new. So it was a fun conversation with a really good dude about just what it was like growing up around a strength and conditioning coach for your dad. I'm into that. A little insight into the the world of professional athlete. Can't wait. The turmoil that got you there. Can't wait. Jay, thank you so very much. Uh, I'm going to see you guys in person tomorrow, right? Yes, sir. We will be there, yeah. Awesome. All right. I'll see you in person tomorrow. Live from the ballpark tomorrow, 4 o'clock to win, 515. Is that right, Jay? 515. Yeah. All right. That'll be a good yep. one. We're going to hang out, watch baseball, and then we're going to go over to the Lobo game. we got a whole plan. Sweet. I hope you document all of it on social media. You know us. Yeah, <laughs> you know how we do. The uh, it's a hard life. I'm gonna I'm gonna heckle like a, like a minute by minute speed really recap of, of what of the day. I'm gonna put I'm gonna wear like a real nice dress shirt with a pocket, and I'm just gonna put my phone in it and do a time lapse Ooh. of the whole day. Okay, little GoPro style. Yeah, little Honestly, GoPro. That, that that would look terrible. Don't do that. It's all about the editing. Thank you. The best content is, is, is edited precisely. Just just uh, just commit to the editing. Oh, I mean, I did it on a horse ride the other day in Colorado, and it turned out pretty crappy. <laughs> See? So. Yeah. <sighs> Unless the camera is stationary, the time lapse looks terrible, and there needs to be a lot of clouds changing in order for it to look good. So just edit. I need a Pro Tools guy. Yeah, That's what you, I need. There you go. Right. Josh Sushan, thank you so much. All right, guys. Talk to you tomorrow. Back after the break, two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Duke City's home for sports. Hell yeah. Yes. That's a yes. This is 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. 
Bill Beam joining us on the program. He runs Camp Shaver for the YMCA. They got their big family fun day coming up Saturday, September 17th. But instead, I want to talk about the Giants and how they're terrible. What's up with your football team? Is that song that that led us in? Is that George Thurgood? Is that George Thorogood? Is Is that that who that was? Is that who that was? George the Thoroughbred? Oh, okay. I don't know him. Blake Shelton. Must be new. Is that the dude that makes out with uh, Gwen Stefani? Is that correct, Michael? Phil Bean, why do your Giants suck so bad? <laughs> wow. Wow, that's a great great question. I, I, well, Dave Gettleman is what I'm going to blame. I love that start. Yes, that's, hard that's, yes. Who's that guy? Does he work at Kinko's or something? He, he should. That, yes. That's where he, he'd do well there. <laughs> <laughs> and I wish he hadn't worked for the Giants for five years because he we would be better off right now. Well, you, got, you got another year of Daniel Jones, Saquon, <laughs> Daquan, Saquon Barkley's coming back healthy. Yeah. The sky's the limit for these guys, yeah, right? Yeah, the sky. The six wins might be in our forecast, maybe, Ooh. if we're really lucky. So, so Lonnie Toomer still up there? Is he still doing no, well? So you're no, saying no, the Giants are playing for a worst draft pick. Well, uh, that's, yeah, that's that's kind of where they're, they're going to be in the top ten of draft, for sure. Yes, they're... They're going to be top five. So probably. you're saying they're in the mix, Phil, is <laughs> yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Who's, the, who's a good quarterback coming out next year? Uh, <laughs> Eli Manning's kid? I have no idea. Oh, he's not coming out Three yet. Years he's got two away. more years. That's Three not even... Years. That's Cooper's kid, right? Is it Cooper's, Cooper's kid? Cooper's yes, kid, yeah. Cooper's kid. Cooper, who allegedly is the Sterling Sharp of the Mannings. They say he's the best one, but he had some health problems. Yeah. yeah. I don't believe a word of it. He was a wide receiver. Looks like a waiter. Oh. Like a what? A waiter. Like, like a, like a, like a, a concierge at like a, at like a hotel? Correct. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that at all. He has the burgundy hat. Family fun day, Saturday, <laughs> September the 17th. Can I still register? What's up? Yeah, you can still register. We uh, have about 30 people coming. Uh, what? We have room for 40, for 50, I mean. So we, nice. got, we got some more room coming. It's crazy good. It's great, yeah. It's going to be is, a lot of fun. We're going to do. We're going to be doing climbing, high ropes, riflery, archery, arts and crafts. Is there like an app that you're keeping score on? How do I win? Uh, <laughs> no, you, no, that's not... It's not. This is not a. It's not a sport. It's just camp. Oh, you, you, you win by just showing up. Show and up. A good show time. up, and you will win. Hey, when you're here at the Y, and like families come in, and maybe they're campers you had at one point, now they have young children and whatever. Are people still telling you their camp stories from like 20 years ago, and they and they act like you should remember? Oh yeah, no, I. I, <laughs> I had a child, a father, a, a guy that I that was a camper of mine years ago. Okay, and he now brought his daughter this year. Love that, and. He was telling me, you remember the time when I, I was like, no, <laughs> but, but you know, it sounds familiar. Yeah. It sounds like I, something I, you I don't, do. You don't remember when he captured the flag right no, before, no. <laughs> right before the final <laughs> ember went out on the ceremonial fire? I don't remember him getting, him getting camper of the week that week. <laughs> you know, that, that was not a big, big life, life moment for me. My, my only like camping go-to story is that time we had that backyard party, and I learned that Reese's peanut butter cups yeah. are a superior s'more ingredient than chocolate over, over yeah. Hershey's chocolate they bars. They really are good. <laughs> it's so good. That was one that messed me up. Do you remember up. that, Phil? Do you remember I, that? I, no. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the, the, when, I, when we did s'mores in the oven, and you put them all together, you put them in the oven on a big baking sheet. Unacceptable. And they come out. Perfect. Uh, I'm sure they do. Everything okay. fully melted, chocolate Phil, melted. I it's mean, about the journey. Oh though. my yeah. goodness! And there was no flaming torches up at the campfire. Mm. We got everybody got a perfect s'more, 
and everybody was happy if with you, no if flaming you, torches. I would if rather, you don't make these children s'mores, how are you going to figure out which ones are pyromaniacs? <laughs> well, we find that out. We, don't tool. worry. We got that, too. We find uh, that out okay. also. Phil <laughs> goes to the kids. He's like, all right, listen, we have an oven to make s'mores, or I can hand you two sparklers. <laughs> Who wants to try to make s'mores? <laughs> So Family Fun Day is the 17th. You can register online, ymcacnm.org slash family-fun-day, uh, $20 per person. It is uh, for an additional $40, though, you can stay the night, and that's the jam. That's a family. The yeah. whole family can stay for 40 Yeah, now 40 per person. Right, right. Yeah. And, and we, can- have, we have some cabins that they can sleep in, just like the kids sleeping in okay. summer. I call Top Bunk. Or they can bring a trailer if they, if they have an RV or something. Van's like a tent guy. Can he bring his tent? Yeah, sure. Bring your tent. What is that, a Coleman? I got a one person and a four person. Good man. Yeah. What about my dog? Can I bring my dog? No. Not yours. Leave your dog home. That's <laughs> Can other people? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is it, please, it? please leave your pets home. <laughs> uh, of the family uh, fun adventure, which is the verbiage I'm going to use, uh, what goes over best with the families? Is it, is it the young kids coming and experiencing the arts and the crafts? Is it the exposure to nature? What is the, the takeaway of enjoyment from, from the family fun? I, we find the campfires and, the, and going and seeing, seeing, the, seeing the kids do the activities and then the kids watching their parents do those activities yeah. and the campfire are really the, the highlights of the, of the time when they're there. Um, kids love to see their parents do the climbing yes. wall or do high ropes or, or fail at Slackline or something stupid. Or what, whatever it is, yeah. they just love to see them. The kids doing it, they, they, they scramble up there, they're no problem. But yeah. the parents are like, whoa. Well, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, activity yeah. is hard. How, how does everyone feel about Kumbaya? They're all in on that? Uh, well, you know, we, that's a tradition at camp, so we, 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 uh, everybody jumps on bandwagon with that I, one. I love Did, it. Anybody ever translated that? Kumbaya? Yeah. Yeah, I believe it what stands for... Uh, Come by here. That's lame. <laughs> you, you need more excitement in yes, Kumbaya? I do. It's an exciting song. <laughs> Just asking God to stop by is not that it's, bad. A, yeah. come, by, come by here, my lord. That's right. Yeah. That's what ah, it is. okay. You didn't know the next verse. Oh, well, is this where it gets verse, weird? One verse is come by here. It's a, come by here, my lord. Okay. Come by here. And Kumbaya means the same thing. Come by here. Today you learned. Sweet. I'm excited. Phil, you're the best. I love it here. Thanks, thanks for having me on, guys. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Whenever we get back, today's I-9 Varsity. It's the I-9 Varsity of hip-hop songs that get white people turned. God, I'm so excited. Very excited one. about this. Tune on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Now, now betting for the, for the Sports, sports animal, animal, your, your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number, Number two, two men, men on, Van, Van Nunley, Nunley and, and Fred, Fred Slow. Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Okay, Michael, this song is not getting me turned. It's getting me turned adjacent. I told you, Michael. Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of rap songs to get white people turned. What is the problem here? This is like an actual banger. This one doesn't count. 
I don't recognize it, but the I don't beat, know. Yeah, what is this, the, Michael? It's very beat, good. The beat slaps. Okay. Hey Shazam! <laughs> Contact i nine Sports League Office two eighty at i nine Sports dot com five zero five three one two forty nine ninety nine i nine Sports. It's in the game. I think that's EA Sports, but no. Do i nine Sports too? We talk about it regularly, but we don't talk about it enough. Uh, all their fall stuff is starting up, so they got a lot of cool stuff going on, including basketball and volleyball league. So reach out to they as they are a uh, well, they're a vital part of the youth community. Also, I think they're celebrating like their tenth year this year or something. They're like crazy good at it. All right, Van. Okay. Today's I nine varsity, the I nine varsity of uh, rap songs that get white people turned. Okay? Yes, I'm so excited about this one. Me or you first? Uh, go ahead, brother. Okay, and I know this one from the Super Bowl that we were at. Okay. It's anything with Fifty Cent, but I'm gonna go with In the Club. Okay, that's strong. Start. Okay, so In the Club is uh, number one, a terrible rap song. It's not good at all, but they would play it in the club. And then I would see all of like uh, the friends that I grew up with, and they would uh, they would bop their heads. Yes. And whenever I would see them do that, I would go, <sighs> "Okay, white people love this one." As a lifelong hip hop fan and white guy, and extremely white white yes, guy, yeah, I have a this this list has a special place in my heart. Oh God, okay. And it was really hard to. Uh, dictate how to navigate yeah. this varsity. Yeah. But I'm gonna go I'm gonna kick out some hits. Okay. Because almost every hip hop song that I like is a hip hop song that gets white people turned because I am a white people. I'm gonna roll with you on this, but we're gonna come back to it. Okay. All right. First on my I nine varsity yes. of hip hop songs that get white people turned is a tie. Okay. Okay, number one is a tie. It's a tie in between every Eminem song that's ever existed. Okay. White people love Eminem like white people used to love Elvis. <sighs> that's a every single Eminem song that he's ever came out with, white people love, white people know every word I w- to. I will agree with you. The Marshall Mathers LP. I will agree with you. The Real Slim Shady. I will agree with you. That one song from the Eight Mile soundtrack. All of them. Everything since then, though, I don't necessarily know if people are getting turned to it. I think they are. <laughs> I have noticed them. And not only do they get turned Rap to it, God sucks. Not only do they get turned to it, they like secondarily live vicariously through Eminem and all of his life's problems. Like, you're not a kid from the trailer in 8 Mile. Quit saying because Banana Republic ran out of khakis. Yeah, that's a good you point. You have the same life you as don't, Eminem. You don't you actually... chill out. You don't actually have something to say when you move your lips. It's just a bunch of gibberish. Like, yes. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, please do talk about Dre. All you Uncle Festers forgot about Dre. I that's a good one. Thank you. I don't know if this one qualifies as rap. Okay. But I'm gonna use it. Okay. It's the worst song ever performed. Mm. Lyrically, I think it's there. Okay. I like the story behind it. Okay. Performance, execution, and actual like talent. Okay. Not there on any measurable level. Give me Biz Marquis just a friend. Okay. I have seen 
a uncalculable amount of drunk white women. Yes, woo girls. Performing this. Are you talking about woo girls? Karaoke. Yes. Yeah, so when this one comes on karaoke, there's a group of girls that are alongside you at Silva Lanes. Doesn't matter if it's a birthday party or a bachelorette party. They start wooing. Yes. And they start singing really out of tune, really loud. As they say, he just. Okay. Next on my I-9 varsity yes. of hip-hop songs that get white people turned. Yes. I'm going to skip to my number one answer. Oh, God, okay. Because I'm <laughs> Ten not... Ten more minutes in the segment. I don't, I don't want you to steal it. Okay. So we're going to bounce around after this one. Uh-huh. But number one all-time hip-hop song that gets white people yeah. turned... Nelly, ride with me. ...would be House of Pain's Jump Around. <sighs> Very good. Not only is it a across-the-board banger... Yes. ...but it starts in... With those Irish horns, and it's actually performed by two super white Irish Ever- people. Everlast. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it slaps. Insanely yes. slaps. Yeah. By the way, Open the Door for Whitey Ford Sings the Blues, which is an absolute banger, A to B. Not sure how familiar you are with that in its entirety. Yeah, yeah I, remember what, I, re- I remember what it's like. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also... I'm picking up on your theme. Uh-huh. I imagine Vanilla Ice will be on your list. Hey, cheater. Give me Chameleonaire's Raiden. What, what was that? But actually the cover by Weird Al. Uh, white and nerdy. White and nerdy. That's a classic. That one, uh, it gets, it gets uh, well, it gets white people beyond turnt. Oh, see, I, I like where you're going with this. Because yeah. in my head... During the commercial break, you were going to do all Weird Al covers. That's, yes. That was my guess on the direction you mm-hmm. went with this. Yeah. But you're mixing it up, and I like that. Mine is actually uh, songs that were ruined by their fan bases. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Speaking of songs that have been ruined by white people, Biggie's Juicy. Everyone knows Sucks. every word yeah. to Biggie's Juicy. Yeah. And just like Eminem, where you second-handedly live vicariously through the artist, people think like they know what it's like to grow up poor and black in New York mm-hmm. because they heard Juicy. Well, and also they've all seen the, you don't. the man at the liquor store begging for your change. Should I skip Beastie Boys? You going to take them? Is that going to be on your list too? No. Okay. I'm pivoting now <laughs> because you blew my cover. Cypress Hill... Obviously, Beastie Boys and Macklemore were going to be my next three. Yeah, yeah. All right, first of all, yeah. Macklemore slaps on a whole other level. I wouldn't even say he's like rap. Okay, he's like I think I'll take uh, things that white people say for four hundred, right. Alex. Right, Macklemore to me because yeah. I've talked to you about you're this. proving you're going meta. The heist, uh, you're proving this segment. Yes, in real time. The heist is literally a full on slapper. Macklemore with Ryan Lewis. Okay, from from the intro to the outro, the whole thing is in. It's a brilliant it is first of all a commercial masterpiece secondly an artistic masterpiece third piece had no label behind it and okay. thrift shop reached number one on the billboard top 100 the second artist to only ever do it without a label accompanying that first one being lisa loeb and stay are you kidding me nine days that's pretty big that's huge that's pretty big most talent ever. Also, Cypress Hill, Insane in the Brain. Uh, I cannot tell you the number of kids I saw in college driving around with the top down on their Jeep going, Insane in the Brain. No, it's missed insane me. Insane in the Brain. Yeah, not, nope, not, a, <laughs> not at all a banger, uh, but, but absolutely adored. Okay, well, 
on my I nine varsity of songs that get white yeah. people turned. Coming in number two, right behind House of Pain's "Jump Around," mm-hmm. is of course the Humpty Dance. Very good, because it's a cartoonish hip hop song. Yeah, and slow and enough. It's also a dance. Yeah, and the lyrics aren't too complex, and they're very easily rememberable. Michael, how much time do we have left? Do we need my finale? All right, here we go. 30 seconds, so I'm going to give you my number one. I'll skip some other okay. ones. Uh, from the 1999 banger Office Space. Oh, the whole soundtrack. The Ghetto Boys, <laughs> damn, it feels good to be a gangster. And it do. And there's a beautiful scene. Mm-hmm. There's multiple. Yeah. But there's the one in the car. Yes. When What's the guy's name? Ron Livingston is the actor's name. Uh, no, Michael, it would be Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton, that scene, yes. That scene you're imagining. And then whenever they bust up the printer, whatever, the copy. So yeah. uh, give me Ghetto Boys, uh, Damn It Feels Good to Be a Gangster. The printer scene would be Ghetto Boys still. You're insanely good at this job. Yes, Thank I you am. for being you. <laughs> anything we missed, man? Oh, my God, anything we missed, check, make sure you check out on the opening drive tomorrow with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.